Hello and welcome to the Collaborative Challenge podcast. My name is Abigail Jones and today we have a wonderful group of students who worked on a project called 360 and I'd like you to welcome them all and they will introduce themselves and the MA courses that they were on. Welcome everybody. Thanks so much for having us. I'm Ivy Norton. I am a student in the Masters of Applied Psychology and Fashion. Hi, my name is Jennifer Heinen and I'm a, as well a Master of Science, Applied Psychology and Fashion. Hi, I'm Jing Liang from MA Fashion Film and Digital Production. Hi, I'm Ruin Qian. I'm a master student from uh, Fashion Men's Wear Design. And then our fifth participant actually was a student in the Master's of Strategic Fashion Marketing. Thank you. Um, so I was wondering if you could just give us an overview of what project um, you worked on. Sure, yeah. So School 360 uh, is a brand new elementary school in East London. And our task was basically to design their first school uniform that they were hoping will last the next 30 years. Wow. And um, I was just wondering, what was it about this project that appealed to you uh, in particular? Uh, for me, the most appealing part of this brief was how real world it is. Uh, I think just that the uniforms are really going to be produced and are really going to be used by like real people in, real, in a real school was so interesting and something I had never worked on before, which made this brief uh, really stand out. For me, it was really interesting because I'm coming from the production and fashion design background. So I knew that I could be very valuable for this uh, project. But also from the psychology aspect, it was very interesting for me to dive and, you know, work with children and just see how they interact and maybe see how we can actually tie everyone together into the process, not only with our group and the supervisors in that um, project. For me, because I have a previous experience uh, working with the community, so I'm quite interested in this project. Also, I can have to collaborate with different professional team members and industry partners was an expert of the project that I was excited about and interested in from this unit. Also, I can build up friendships and networks through this project and develop my social network for further collaborations in the future. Yeah. Uh, for me, firstly, uh, based on my fashion design background, I really interested in the clothing heritage and some different cultures of clothing. Um, and this project um, could help me to learn more about the um, British school uniform culture. It really deeply attracts me. And uh, I want to know uh, learn more about the British uniform culture through this opportunity. Um, and better integrate into the local life. And secondly, I really love children and I feel really happy to be able to design clothes for them to wear to school every day, you know, <laughs> it's really exciting for me. I'll also just add that I, I work with kids um, as well throughout the year. So for me, this project was so exciting getting to also work with kids like Ruyin just said. And it's interesting that Ruin said that because one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, um, how did you actually look at uniforms and and did did what did one of you choose to look at the kind of the the connotations of of why uniforms and the and the effect that it has on a school community 
Actually, right off the bat, um, I did a bit of preliminary research on uniforms and some of the benefits, as well as some of the drawbacks that uniforms present. And I remember finding a lot of really cool information about how having a uniform really increases the, the feel of the school community. Like it really, like it's cohesive and it makes everyone feel like they belong. And it also reduces bullying and um, also helps with like the mental effort because in the morning when kids are worried about what they're wearing, they have less mental effort to expend on school. Uh, but they, but using a uniform takes away that morning effort so they can actually learn more. So I, those were some of the benefits of having a uniform, which I thought was really cool and made designing a uniform even more exciting because it's, yeah, it was, seemed to be a really great thing for schools to have. Thank you. I mean, that is really interesting. And, and I know there is lots of research about how it kind of, it creates a community in itself. Um, it kind of removes competition, doesn't it? Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, how do you think you developed a working relationship? Uh, how did you establish that working relationship? That's a very good question. I think in the beginning we tried to communicate quite a lot and also to be really honest, as all group projects can sometimes have a bit of a rocky start, ours was one of those. Um, we had some issues in communication and just had to establish what our values are working in, yeah, working with each other. And I think after we, you know, like um, passed, uh, went past that, um, we just started to communicate very quickly. We were very uh, clear about what our strengths and weaknesses are. And yeah, also just got to know each other on a more personal level, which definitely helped to establish a good working relationship. And also, yeah, just like, um, yeah, communal effort. And, and how it did you work cool. out who the strengths oh. and weaknesses? How did you, how did you work out what were your, I mean, did you, did you say, okay, everyone kind of like, let's declare our strengths and weaknesses. Did you do it like that? Or did you just slowly but surely get a feel for each other's strengths and weaknesses? Actually, yeah, we had a session where we went through, um, it, we, we all listed sort of what we really want to bring to the project. And then by the end of that session, we had sort of identified what our skills were, um, what we really want to work on as individuals. And then we sort of it kind of was easier to slot uh, the whole group together because we saw, okay, this person wants to work on the design, this person wants to work on this aspect. So it was definitely like discussed actively what our strengths and weaknesses are and what we really hope to contribute. And we also had a value session uh, actually with LCF, which was really helpful because we got to like identify our group values um, and what we all kind of believe in and what we're hoping for from the project. Uh -huh. And do you think that sort of helped you kind of create a, not a manifesto, but a bit of a blueprint? Did that, is that what it helped you do? Absolutely. Yeah. I think once our values were on the table and we, we all came to an agreement that like, this is what our team stands for. It became a lot easier to, yeah, kind of set, yeah, kind of set the framework, set the tone for our interactions together. Uh -huh. And was there, was there one particular, I don't know, group moment where you all thought oh this is really working i'm just wondering was there was there a collective sense of of all of you being together and feeling that or would you come together and go you know what we're here together now we can see that it's working i mean was it much more was were they separate sense of celebration of what was happening i'm not sure how the others felt but for for me it was definitely when we were 
first time visiting the school properly and like seeing like the kids and you know like interacting and also getting a sense of what they need but also then like the week after I think was it where we also had our first results together um, and then just seeing how everyone's working part came together and you know the puzzle started building a picture that was really my point I'm not sure how Rian or Jing or everyone else was like um yeah uh, feeling that way but that was definitely for me this moment where it clicked and anyone else have have um some thoughts on that I think it's the like I, I cannot remember exactly the second or the third time we visit school to show our first design. You know, um, Jim made a really amazing video um, in front of the children and the children say our design is really happy. To, um, so at that time, I'm really proud of our project, you know, I think that time for me. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I agree with uh, Ru Ying. I was very touched and excited to uh, deliver my professional production of a uh, animated film to the student for their voting for the uh, 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 survey. So yeah, they express what they are like through my video. I'm, I'm quite excited that everyone worked together for a very good result of it. Yeah. Yeah, what, what you what you all just described, uh, it just, yeah, I'm just remembering that day and how exciting it was seeing, as Jen said, all of our individual parts come together like a puzzle and create like the really exciting video that the kids loved, then the designs that went into the video and everything all came together that day. And we got to be there in person and feel the excitement of the kids and of the parents and of the teachers seeing what we've come up with. That was a really, really awesome moment through the project. Yeah, it does sound extraordinary, I have to say. Um, and I, I wonder if any of you would like to say how you, you know, professionally and personally, it sounds like it had an enormous effect on, I don't, I, I wonder what it had an effect on. So does anyone want to say how personally and professionally you've kind of, what you've taken away from that or how it's kind of affected you for your future presentations or I don't know, does anyone want to reflect on that? For me, I come from a psychology background, so I've actually never been directly involved in um, the really the fashion process of having an idea and producing garments. So for me, this project taught me so much about what it's like to be directly involved um, in this type of process. And it was so exciting. And as we were just saying, seeing the look of like the look on the faces of everybody involved, um, like the kids and the, the parents seeing what we came up with was something I wouldn't I never expected from um, designing like a fashion garment. So to me, it was just so awesome being involved in the process of yeah, producing garments as it was just something I had never done before. And I am really excited to get involved in more work like this in the future for me. For me, personally, it's my first time to work with different background people uh, to make a um, kind of a more fashion or garments project. And I have um, learned a lot of from other background people and learn about their logical and their plantation skills, uh, their analysis of the project. And I also think uh, this experience is a really good experience in our CV. And it's also built uh, my confidence of how to do the team team activity. Yeah. 
yes, which I, is enormous. It's, it's really important. Yes, I, I think the teamwork made me gain the confidence in working with um, other people and uh, well prepared to work with a group of employees to achieve better results in any workplace in the future. Yes. And, and maybe it helps you to not feel so intimidated by it. I think when we kind of gather that people are very nervous about collaborating with with a team and maybe now you'll feel like you you know that you won't be so hesitant and and that you actually may even try and establish more collaborations within your own fields. Yeah, I think for me working in this team, Oh, like help, help me really develop trust in other people's ability to do really great work. Uh, as we said earlier, we sort of delegated a lot of different tasks because we have we all have such different skill sets. So really, like Jing would go away and do a video that we would not see and until it was done. And then when we did see it, I was like, we were all amazed by this video. And similarly with Ruin and the designs and everybody's their own everybody's tasks were executed so well that it really helped me like gain trust in other people's ability to do really great work, which is inspiring for sure. Something I'm going to bring um, forward as well, because now, yeah, just trusting other people to do a great job and having faith that everybody is amazing and they are, and everyone delivers projects so well. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really, that's lovely to hear. Um, the other thing I was going to ask is I, before I started this podcast, I was thinking about how much information you would have gathered, all of you. And I wonder, how did you sift through all that information? How did you kind of sift through to the to the good stuff and to the stuff that was going to be the most useful for you? Well, I think it was um, kind of helpful to, especially knowing, or at least that's my opinion. I'm, I'm, I feel like I was able to contribute a lot in that because I was just fully aware what timelines and what usually production and like also talking with the suppliers how that how many difficulties can come with that so um, it was good to have like a starting point to know like the back end which is was one of the most important things for the project that they can actually receive the uniform then also produced um, was like um, good to have that background so I think that was definitely helpful um, but it was also very good because uh, Ruyin, as an example, she did like a lot of research in um, the school uniforms which are happening right now and like what is very common. Also talking with the supplier, showing me what he can do with uh, what, what they usually produce. Um, that kind of narrowed it quite strongly down what our limitations were. Um, so with that, we went forward and, and looked at uh, how creative we can be. Which is interesting because you found the parameters in which you knew you had to exist within. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. And we also we also distributed surveys to the students, like three and four year olds, and the parents and the staff at the school, who like to identify really what they were looking for uh, and what they would really love to see in their uniform for the school. That something that matches the school's values and really helps the kids learn. And it was, I think that was also really helpful because within the framework, we knew we had to, like, we had to work within a certain framework as Jen was just describing. And then we, it was quite easy to sort of fill it in once we knew exactly what um, the school was looking for. Just putting those two pieces of information together, we came up with a uniform that really matched both. 
Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it was really cool getting the, the kids and the parents involved in that whole process, which I don't think is very common amongst uniform design, actually like surveying the students who are going to be wearing them. Um, so yeah. And I, I guess that adds to the um, kind of co-creation element to it, that they celebrate their input, you celebrate their input, and then you can actually take all of that on board and honour all their ideas and, and thoughts. I guess that's a part of why it was such a rich experience for all of you. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of, uh, in my aspect, because we want our design, the children like, the parents like, the school like, so uh, what we talk about is we could like design more choice, give them more choice, and then maybe they choose some they like, and then we design more about what they like direction. So like this way. I mean, and Ruin, that's huge. That's that's really giving them, you know, that is giving them the power to vote on what they want. And I, I think that is that is so generous of all of you to to have worked that out, to say, OK, we want to get this right for you. We're not just going to do something that we think will be the best, but we're going to get it right for what you yeah, think yeah, is the best. Yeah, 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 this is what we said. yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to say. I, one of the questions I did want to ask you is how did you actually manage um, the timeline and the sort of how did you manage the time management aspect of the collaborative challenge? Actually, we have regular uh, meeting on Tuesday and then we will uh, review the following tasks and also preview what we have done and discuss. So it can make us our timeline on time and then yeah, making a well, a good planning for the next week's work. Yeah, uh -huh. that's that's very useful to know. Did you all feel that that was what helped you on on a on on path or on task? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The meeting is really helpful and every will um, every time they make notes of the meeting and upload to the Google, uh, I think. So every time we could check our progress and what we need to do for the next week. It also keeps it condensed because we also know that the collaborative challenge is only one part of so many assignments and things we have to do right throughout the first course, a first block. Uh, and um, it, it it just keeps you holding yeah it, it helps you accountable to uh, also yeah have to check in show your progress and stuff so i think um these meetings were definitely very very helpful yeah and one of our team values was like our one of the values we were discussing earlier that we came up with um as a group was responsibility and accountability and i think our meetings with the as well as like the notes from the meetings and having the weekly um Kind of like a set schedule that when we would be meeting and bring all of our new um, work to the table kept us responsible and accountable and on track for sure which is really yeah that is very helpful for new students who are coming in um, for the next academic year because i think some students really do struggle with trying to work that out because you have quite a lot to work out in a short space of time but yeah i thank you for explaining that so well um and in saying that, I wondered if each of you have a piece of advice for a collaborative challenge student and whether that advice is based on what project you end up in or your approach and your mindset. Um, yeah, if each one of you would like to give um, um, a piece of advice to a new student 
on the collaborative challenge? So I would definitely say um, don't fret if you don't get into the um, into the project that you really wanted to, because all of the projects were amazing. All of the projects we heard from our classmates were really, really interesting in the in the aftermath when we talked about it. And also just um, make sure that even if you get into a uh, into a project that was not necessarily your first choice, communicate, communicate, communicate and just um, yeah, get the best out of it because it's definitely very, very good for your CV, for your experience. And even may, you might be even surprising yourself uh, with interests that have not been discovered by yourself yet. Yes, yes, I definitely agree with Jennifer Sage. You need to think clearly about um, before you choose your project. And when everything is uh, decided, you choose your project, you need to enjoy the whole journey and you need to enjoy every person. You need to enjoy communicating with others. And you also need to balance the collaboration and your main course. You need to have a good, uh, build a good up, uh, ability of time management. That is really important. Yeah, for me to, uh, my advice is to embark on the collaborate challenge. I think we need to open our mind to adopt and remain motivated, overcome obstacles, and deal with uncertainty and rejection. So still, and uh, in any time, keep proactivity, finding the place in the cooperate, and give your best to contribute to the project success. It's very important. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. And for me, I had no idea what I knew. This this brief was really exciting, and I had no idea what my role would be on it because, as I said, I don't really have the hard design skills um, for the project. But I think being open, uh, open-minded, as um, everyone said, to the process and just being flexible and adapting and kind of rolling with the punches as they come is definitely the best way to approach the collaborative challenge. It happens really, really fast. Like the whole thing is over before you know it. And I think just being engaged and involved and present with it, um, no matter what brief you get, I think is the best way to kind of go through the collaborative challenge. But we were talking a little bit earlier about how we gave the school and the students um, such a say in the uniforms that they were getting and that they are wearing now. It was so, as you said, it was, we gave the power to them to choose. And I think one of the coolest things that came out of that was they actually, I mean, we got, we asked them questions about budget and about how much they care about sustainability um, and really what they're looking for. And it ended up being that we went for a super sustainable uh, uniform option, which might've been a little bit more expensive, but because it was what they chose, it was rather than a bad, a bad decision, like, oh, why do we have to spend more? They actually chose this. They told us their preferences and because it ended up being, like it ended up being a really empowering experience that they all chose to spend more money on sustainability. It wasn't actually very much in the end. It was, it was well within the budget, but it was just really exciting to have a product that um, was sustainable and also they got to choose that for their school. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because we use the word collaboration and co-creation is very much a part of that. And really co-creation means that everybody plays a part in that, in that decision-making process. And that is so important in, and it's, you know, that's inclusive, 
product design. It really is inclusive product design because everybody will, you know, those children will never forget what they became a part of and who knows what influence that will have on them in the future. But even what I sensed in just dropping in and out of what was going on was the teach, you know, the people who'd proposed the project to us had no idea that we were, that you were going to create something beyond their dreams and beyond their expectations and also beyond your own expectations. So I think that is the, the, that is why you're being celebrated for this work is because you really went, I mean, and I have to say a lot of collaboration, a lot of the um, MA students on the collaborative challenge do, they work so hard and they give their all because they realize they're in a partnership um, and when you think about being in a partnership, it's not like we're telling you what you have to do. You really do feel a part of the whole um, the whole program, and you feel a part of industry, and a part of education and communities. and And really, mm. that is what we promote, and we we hope you will buy into it. We we only hope that you will see those opportunities. We don't know if you're going to find them, um, but yeah, that is the reason why you are that you have been sort of held as the, you know, a very, very successful team who created um, a product that is just not only celebrated, but it it is going into manufacturing. And one day we'll have a photograph of you standing next to mm-hmm. all that work. And how brilliant is that? I mean, yeah, it's wonderful. Um, so I do thank you so much for taking the time to come in to do the podcast with me and explain all those all those experiences that we we hoped you would have and to encourage other collaborative challenge students to enjoy and not to worry too much and to stay with the process and some of those uncomfortable meetings or sessions or instances they they can see through it and keep you know keep engaged like all of you have so beautifully explained um and thanks again for coming in and yeah we celebrate you and we love the fact that you took the time to come in and tell us all of this um, these stories thank you thank you, thank you so much thank you so much for having us so much